hear us? Can you hear me crunching on popcorn? Can I hear you right now eating popcorn? Like, yeah, I hear that, that was, great. And uh, that's it. Just adds to the whole movie thing. Yeah, and, and why are we eating popcorn? Are we recording? Yeah, so you have to talk to Mike. We're I'm eating popcorn because we're gonna, we're gonna talk about movies. Yay! Woo! Welcome to the podcast you're listening to right now, which is what's it called, Liberty? Eat, drink, and be scary. And what's uh, and what it, what is it about? What's the podcast about? Eating, drinking, and being scary. Scary things. Well, scary things. Or things that are maybe paranormal or alternative. Ooh, that's very good. Like aliens. I like that. That's a good description. Thanks. And uh, and what are we eating and drinking today, Tanya? Well, we're eating popcorn because we're talking about movies. Good. And I don't know what kind of movies we're talking about. Bill kind of surprised us a little bit. I mean, Mm -hmm. obviously, scary movies, horror movies. But, um, yeah, so obviously, popcorn is the choice for movies, but uh, what are you drinking over there? Well, I'm drinking two things. Uh, <laughs> the first thing I'm drinking is iced tea, just because we really overdid it yesterday. <laughs> uh, when we were rafting, it was the last, second last day to go rafting down the river. And we drank a ton of White Claws and then drank a lot of beer. And yeah, it was a, uh, I'm really still dehydrated. But the other thing I'm drinking is this really cool whiskey that I found. It's actually a regional one, and it's called Ghost Owl. Ooh. I should probably ghost find out more what? about it. Ghost Owl. Owl. Ooh. Like, okay. Yeah. Huh. Owl. Owl. Ghost Owl. Ghost Owl. And, it's, and I, I, I do want to bring up one thing real quick. People were talking about uh, ghost animals. Like that animals can be ghosts. Oh. I don't know. I just started thinking about this. Mm-hmm. Because dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll say that a lot of people will say a dog or a cat haunts my house. You guys ever heard a story about like that? Yeah, my cousins claimed that their dog didn't... I mean, not in a bad way haunted, but like she, he, the dog would come back, you know, to say hi as a presence. Oh, did they see? I think it was only ever hearing like, I don't know if it was whimpering or scratching at the door or something. Ghost pooping. Ghost pooping. (laughs) Who ghost pooped in the house? Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Anyway, yeah, Uh, I've heard of that. I bring this up because there's the reference to, uh demonic dogs because they always say like oh i heard a dog and it was barking but dogs bark like can you imagine if you're a ghost dog how confused you'd be you'd bark at everything i don't know true are dogs like cats that's a weird way to start a sentence <laughs> but i've read that cats do not meow to other cats cats meow to humans I've read that as well. Yeah. They only, they, that's how they communicate with us. That's not how they communicate with each with other. With each other. So are dogs that way? No, dogs definitely bark at each other. Yeah. Well, they, well, the same way you would think, like a meow and a bark are two different things. A bark generally is trying to get, like, it's a, I don't know, I'm not a dog doctor. <laughs> but I think, like, when a dog barks, Worked like, generally it's like, get away from me. Like, Arf. Yeah. Even if you're eating something and you're not giving it to them, they'll do like a little bark. Yeah. But cats don't sit there and see another person walking down the street and go, meow, 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 meow. They hiss. So yeah. you can tell you hiss in a, in a bark would be the same. Cats will hiss at other cats. Yeah. And they sometimes howl. They do like, like siren-y. How that way? How that go other? Other? <laughs> <laughs> I like the hand. I know you the can't see it, but really I'm doing good. like weird draggy claws yeah. you know how you just left like the nail salon you got like six inch <laughs> nails like, and they're wet still yeah. yeah don't touch me anyway 
uh, ghost animals. Uh, that, that reminded yeah. me one thing. I'm, I'm sure you'll segue that into a movie, but one of the things that we talked about very early on in the podcast is why you don't see dinosaur ghosts. <gasps> why don't you see dinosaur ghosts? We read that they don't know to present themselves to us because we didn't exist then. Oh. So typically, from what we've understood, is that ghosts show themselves because they want to be seen or heard or mm-hmm. something. Recognized. Recognized. Mm-hmm. Dinosaurs don't know what we are, so we can't see them. What about, though, animals that were during like the Neanderthal time? Or Neanderthal? We don't like you say it. Do we see them? Why don't we see, like, uh, woolly mammoth ghosts? Maybe because they didn't have that same type of communication or relationship. Like, if language wasn't really developed. Because <laughs> we killed them. They're like, hey, I'm a ghost because you killed me. And they're like, human. over it. I don't need to come back. Yeah, Ew, what, are you going to kill me again? That is fascinating. I'm going <laughs> to do more research and listen to that episode. Sorry, I haven't yet. <laughs> Well, it's available at uh, <laughs> iTunes and Spotify. Wherever and you find your podcasts. Wherever you find your local podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's three ninety five for the first minute, dollar ninety five for each additional mm-hmm. minute. You must be 18 years or older to call. <laughs> Operators are standing by. All right, with that, there's really good whiskey, by the way. I really mm-hmm. like it. How's your popcorn? It's buttery. You should put that truffle salt on it. Oh, I should have. Yeah, it's really good. All right. And you guys are drinking White Claws, and of course, the reason that Liberty brought over White Claws is we were going to talk about the Leeds Devil, which uh, then Ryan and Tom, who are again are not with us this week, due to, to they're just uh, really, really busy in life. Uh, Ryan almost peed his pants when I told him we were going to do Leeds Devil without him. The Jersey Devil, he freaked out. Like a little bitch. Because he loves <laughs> it? Nah, he just, he's done a bunch, yeah, well, yeah, he's done a bunch of research yeah. on it, and, and we, you know, been really great just for us is just to do a really terrible episode on it, <laughs> like just a, the worst episode we've mm-hmm. ever had, which is actually could still be the worst episode we've ever had. We don't know yet. We don't know yet because you don't even know what we're going to talk about. True. We maybe we should tell him. Oh yeah, let's get on with it. Anyway, it would be really funny if we did a really terrible episode and then he just had to listen to it. It was just really for him, and he's listening. He's like, oh, we just like had all this misinformation, like made it all wrong. Just made it, yeah. yeah. Uh, the leads devil, it's because he's a leader. Of the devils. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. He's a Jersey devil because he haunts Jersey Mike's. Jerseys. Jersey Mike's. All sports jerseys. And yeah, he wears, wears a jersey. <laughs> yeah, man. that jer- <laughs> I hope people are still listening. <laughs> uh, for anyone who's still listening. By the way, ever, it's really funny because there's uh, the same. I always walk by that Buffalo Wild Wings. I never go to it. But it's always the same guys going into it with their hats on backwards wearing their favorite jersey to whatever. Like that's required. I think you have to wear that. Probably to get in. in there. I don't know. I, I honestly would rather like hold my mom's hand <laughs> and stared lovingly into her eyes as she sat on the toilet taking a dump <laughs> than ever go into a Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> I hope no one from Buffalo Wild Wings is listening. I hope they do. The place is terrible. It's stupid. <laughs> it's like the worst thing ever. All right. And with that, let's talk about today's subject, uh, horror movies. We're going to talk about horror movies. And the very first thing I want to just go on, and this, I know it's going to be hard for Tanya, <laughs> because she's hardly seen What's your favorite horror movie? Let's go with you, Liberty. What is it? Oh, geez. Okay. Well, I do have one thing. Um, when I was a kid, I remember seeing a horror movie called, I think it was called The Lady in White, and it was 
the scariest movie I had ever seen. I mean, it stayed with me for years and years and years. There's this part where I think a ghost sings like, have you ever seen a girl walking? Anyway, super creepy. And then years and years later, as I don't know, a teenager or 20 something, I watched it again. And it's the most ridiculous, like silly, not believable, not scary movie in the world. So I don't know what it was about, I don't know, that time in my life or that movie or whatever, but there's that story. So if you're interested, go watch Lady in White or don't. I've seen Lady in Black, which I really liked. Yeah, that's different, but still a thing. That's a, uh, that's a really good movie. The second one I think I did watch. I can't remember. I can't remember I watching that. But anyway. I, I tend to like scary horror movies that are that imply the scare. Like I don't want to see CGI or like real sort of personifications of whatever the scary thing is. I want implied like um, Blair Witchy type stuff. Where you get to decide what it is that's doing those things, and you can visualize what you think it looks like. That's one of the reasons why Jaws works so well. It's yeah. Because you barely saw the shark. Of course, that wasn't how it was written. But uh, Willow, Willow Creek is a really good one if you want to um, not see what it is. It's it's uh, people camping and they uh, see Bigfoot. Oh yeah. But they don't see Bigfoot. That. It's uh, and but it's actually like, Bobcat Goldwith. Gold. What? Yeah. Goldblade. Goldblade. That guy. He drank yeah. tab a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's the one that directed it. Whoa. And it's really, really good. It's cool. There's this one scene where they're in the tent and they just hear things going on. The camp, yeah. it's one shot. It's yeah. a one And it's just this one shot of them in there. And it's really scary because you don't know what's going on. That is what I love. You know, That's what scares me. Yeah, those... I did... I've watched every horror movie probably on the planet. I, that's not true. I, I still find really, really bad ones occasionally. And I watch them because I love them. Uh, like we just watched... Uh, the Prophecy, which is a weird name, yeah. But it was the not the one with Christopher Walken. It was it the was one seventies. Someone with oh. Talia Shire. Interesting. And it was yeah the seventies, and it was really it was about a bear. They were it was oh um, man it was man bear pig. man bear pig yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, so if you if you're a fan of South Park at all, um, they they have Twice. some episodes on there that talk about man bear pig and we looked it up and there they actually got the idea for that from the movie the prophecy yeah interesting it's a really bad movie but it's about uh basically they were putting mercury in the water in a lumber yard they were putting mercury in the water and it made these mutant bears and the bears were angry but then like the bears just killing everybody and then they then they killed the bear Oh, I just spoiled it. Dang it. Sorry, don't listen to that part. Anyway, uh, and no. then, but then it ends, you think they're going home, and then another man bear pig pops up. But he was all like almost old bone face. Like, is that what was holding yeah. his this eye? Is, I don't know. This movie is called Man Bear Pig? No, 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 no. no, no. Or it's this is the prophecy. prophecy. Well, it's funny because we're it's watching the, the movie, and, wow. and Tanya made a reference. She said man bear pig. And it's like, oh. Yeah, that's funny because Man Bear Pig. And then oh, you she, made the reference. Oh, I, I, you made the reference. I looked it up. Oh, yeah, she looked it up. I, I, I think we just started calling it Man Bear Pig. And then she looked it up. She goes, oh, my God, that's where Man Bear Pig came from. It's terrible. The, the thing, the, the guy that made the film, 
I can't remember the, the, the director's name. He's he's done some quality films. He huh. did a bunch of stuff. He was they considered him like the last old school director, and he directed some films that you were familiar with. Hmm. And then he directed this thing, and it shot kind of well. But fifty four minutes into this, you still don't see the man bear pig. Oh, finally you huh. see it. And it looks terrible. And they have a weird fascination with dangling dogs. Mm. Dangling? How? Yeah, so one part, there's like these two hound dogs, because they send out a search party to look for these missing people. And one of the dogs just jumps to go, like jumps off a cliff, but they have it on uh, a leash still. So it's just a a dog just dangling from its harness there. And then, for some reason, there's another scene of them airlifting, like, dropping off a dog from a helicopter. So the dog is just... A live dog? Yes. It's just hanging from a giant cable underneath the helicopter. So they rescued the dog. Yeah. And you would think it made sense if, like, they rescued the dog and they couldn't get into an area and the dog had to hook himself up to it. The dog is clearly strapped in well. Wait, the dog had to hook himself up? Well, that's what you would think if it was a human. Like, oh, oh he's oh, the bottom oh. of this this thing. Oh, we can't get right. you. But How the, else would the dog why get would into they, the harness? Someone's like, oh, I'm allergic to dogs. Can you just dangle it 50 feet below the helicopter? That'd be great. I have an allergy. Like, that's what it was. It was like they saved so this weird. dog. It and there's, was, It's like just two minutes of them at the airport. And this helicopter's just flying around with the dog hanging from it. It was really weird. It was weird. I don't know why those were such big parts of dangling dogs. I need to watch this, clearly. It's terrible. But I don't know. Yeah, no, it's terrible. I should say it's really, really bad. It's all all a message. Basically, these Native Americans are like, get off our land, you're destroying it. Uh, And then we're like, no, whatever. And then we made Man Bear Pig. And the very end, it's like, ah, capitalist, stupid lumberyard. You (laughs) ruined our nature. They do make a lot of references in there about, like, white men going through and destroying things so all right so with that what's your favorite scary movie tanya um and i don't remember what it was called uh i think i think it might have been nicole kidman um and it was just like the others this, i think so oh, yeah where was that's a great yeah movie. yeah that uh, the others movie. um that was i don't know if it's a horror movie but it yeah uh, it's a horror movie it's guess um, yeah Aren't the that. kids ghosts or some kind of? All of them. Sorry, yeah. we just ruined another oh, yeah. movie. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> we By the way, put the rest of this podcast, there will be plenty of spoilers. Yes. Um, yeah, where they, they think they're being haunted. Yeah. Yes. The one part. That's a good one. Uh, the one part that really got me is when the little girl, her daughter, is under the blanket. And, or like the little lacy thing lifts it up and it's the old woman. Yeah. And it's like, she's, I don't remember what the line is. It scared me. Yeah. It was really scary. That's, so yeah, that's and probably find my out favorite. They were ghosts the whole time. They were the ones haunting. Ooh. Yeah, really So cool. wait, can we talk about what makes it a horror movie? Like, is Sixth Sense a horror movie? Well, or... it's going to be, if you look up, there's, there's a fine line, I think, between yeah. what's considered a thriller Tanya's looking yeah. something up right now, so I know she's going to come back with a definition. Yes. Uh, there's something, a fine definition when people will say, like, it's a thriller. Sometimes people will say horror thriller, suspense, horror thriller, whatever. They'll put it together. I, I remember a long time ago, somebody was saying they were trying to make a, a film 
and they said it's not a horror movie unless there's blood. And I go, well, that's not true. They said, but they said that's the genre people want to see. They call them that, like the slashers. I said, okay, so you're just thinking of a slasher horror film. Yeah. Like I, I loved all the Friday the Thirteenth because they were stupid, and you watch people like it's that's where those jokes come through. Like, well, uh, there's a sound outside. Uh, there's a gun. I'll leave that here. I'll just take the flashlight. And walk right, out. and go upstairs instead of out the door. Exactly, I heard a sound, and I'm in this cabin all by myself. I better investigate. So yeah, smart. Yeah. <laughs> so this is filmschoolrejects.com, and they say our definition of horror comes down to movies that want to scare, unsettle, or disturb, and that leaves intentional room for films that could also be described as thrillers, comedies, mm-hmm. or sci-fi. The only restriction to consider is that they have been. Oh, that's not. I like that, though, that the intention of the movie is to scare or disturb, Mm -hmm. which to me, like, then Sixth Sense isn't a horror. But it is. I don't think the intention is to scare or disturb people, right? But it's a little unsettling. It is, but that's not the intention of the movie, right? So somebody was talking about Ghostbusters. Like, Ghostbusters should be a scary movie because it actually can scare you. You know, he just jumps out. But that's, yeah. that's not their intention, but that's not the intention to scare you. Yeah, interesting. So th- that does make sense. Hmm. You know, there's certain movies like Dress to Kill. I, I don't know if you've seen that Mm-mm. film before. It's, uh, it's really good. And um, it's kind of scary, but it's not a horror film. But I remember at the time, people were also like, this thing's borderline of porn. I think it came out in like 1980. When it is, but it's uh, Anthony Perkins and Michael Caine is in it, and uh, it's really good. You should watch it. Michael Caine plays a transvestite hmm. murderer. Ah, I just spoiled it again. God damn it! She was just sixteen years old. All right, <laughs> you're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. It's my really bad Michael Caine impression. All right, back to this though. So uh, the others, that's a really good one. Yeah. Mine, I think, will always be The Shining, which you made reference mm. to the picture in my, ba- my bathroom. I did. Yeah, there's a picture of. Kind of an out of focus Jack Nicholson, kind of in the foreground yeah. of the photo, and the then Kubrick's in the background you can see Kubrick, or do you say Kubrick? Kubrick. That Kub- sounds like a combination. Kubrick. Kubrick. Kubrick? That Kubrick. guy, Stanley Q. Kubrick. Kubrick. And Shelley Long, kind of in the background. I think he has his arm around her. Anyway. No, it's not her. It's somebody else. Oh, it's not. No, no, no. It's, he it's just another. It's just another. It's, it's just, just uh, somebody on set but the cool thing about that is he got jack nicholson to pose it's almost like a selfie he was getting his picture it's because he's taking a picture of them it's in a mirror oh so he pretends so jack nicholson thinks a picture is being taken of him and the reality is he's taking a picture of himself it's a great it's a great picture the whole time he thinks jack jack nicholson's posing and he's not and, and the, you and, and you can't quite make out his features. He's a little kind of blurry because he's so close to the yeah. mirror or the camera. Or I love that anyway, it's a great. I photo. think The Shining will always be yeah, and it's still one of my favorite horror books. Which is the book has nothing to do with the movie. Yeah, that happens a lot. Why? Uh, why is it one of your favorites? It's a it's a fun little. Fun. Diverse little. I mean, there's so many little things that can scare you in there. I've never seen it, so that'll. Wow. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. So, so don't I can't spoil it for me. Yeah. Fuck the audience, and I'll spoil all these other things. But for Tanya's right here, and I won't spoil it. And we are gonna watch it. We just actually watched it. Mm-hmm. Oh, the new one. Mm-hmm. The yeah. because this Friday comes out. Yeah. Uh, the new oh, one the second. Uh, no, it two. Twenty years Electric later. Or yeah, yeah. Twenty-seven. Like Twenty-seven. Is it it two? 
Big Bug Boogaloo? E- electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I was trying to think of. <laughs> big, big Bug Boogaloo. <laughs> what you know? <laughs> I was just trying to get some syllables and then end up with Boogaloo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it Not a word doctor. Back in action. I don't know. Was that one of the police academy ones? Probably. Or Lethal Weapon or yeah, any of those. So what to you makes a movie scary? Well, I see. I can't talk about The Shining. I'll tell you one that, that really got me as a childhood is Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Poltergeist, the original. Even though I, re- I like Sam Rockwell and I really wanted to like the second one. I was like, meh. But the Polter, the original Poltergeist scared the crap out of me. There's certain movies that scared me, but it didn't leave a psychological effect. I remember watching all the Friday the Thirteenths. Mm-hmm. I watched like, you know, uh, all the, all the slasher films that were Chainsaw, Texas yeah, Chainsaw, Hell Night, and all these things yeah. like Sleepaway Camp. Like you watch these oh, things. Oh yeah, and, those were yeah. so good. Uh, but we well, we had a Halloween party last year, and we just showed all three Sleepaway Camps. Oh my god! And people. People towards the end were just sitting there and watching them, like laughing, making jokes. They it just started off as funny. it started off as just something that we had on in the background, right? And then by the like towards the end of the night, every Everyone. single person was just sitting watching. I love that. It was so much fun. See, the thing about Poltergeist to me is it goes back to what I was saying earlier. It's more implied. You don't necessarily see some sort of creature or ghost in a sheet. Going back to the last podcast. You just see things happening, but you don't see the force behind it. You know, like you see the chair move across the room or the kid trapped in the TV with the creepy like, that's not how it sounds. <laughs> wait, 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 you're talking about, polter- you're talking about poltergeist? Yeah. Oh, it's just like, yeah, just the kid. You're like, mommy, just like screaming. Yeah, I don't There's know. There's a man in here. But, it, it, and but then she sounds the like she's talking through, you know. Yeah, yeah it's like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I see what you're trying to do. Now I try yeah. to do it. Sorry, it, I'm not good at sound <laughs> effects. Tony, your turn? <laughs> there, yeah. that's good. Yeah. All right, so, but but the, the funny, a fly just landed on the microphone, and it was so loud in my ear. <laughs> that was really awesome. It just landed on the microphone. Um, But things like, like Sixth Sense, when... Yeah. You find you've seen Six Sense, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So I spoil it. When you find out he's been dead the whole time, and then you yeah. go back and you go, "Oh, there were so many." And there's a scene in there's... with the typewriter with the uh, with Shelley uh, Shelley Long, right? Shelley in Six Sense? No, no, no. In, uh, oh, you're going back to Shining. Shining, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Shelley, I thought it was Shelley Duvall. Shelley Duvall. Shelley Duvall. There, there we go. There we go. Shelley Long. And, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's cheers. Person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where everybody doesn't know your name yeah. apparently because we forgot. Uh, so. But that part with the typewriter, when she goes to the typewriter, and you go, oh, like you start thinking back, like, mm-hmm. oh, that's the kind of stuff I love that it's deeply written and it's one of those, yeah, you know, and like, uh, I don't know, there's, there's certain things that I like when they thought really hard, and then mm-hmm. after when you see something, you go, oh, well, and I get really mad if either at the end. There were no clues like that. It doesn't even mean I have to get them along the way. But when I find out what the end is, I have to be able to go back in my mind and find the little hints that they gave us or the way the story is connected. And it really makes me angry when it just doesn't make sense. Or like the killer is someone you saw for two seconds and then they never referenced again. You know what I mean? The bone collector, I'm sorry, was one of those. That it was like the, the serial killer dude was someone that they mentioned for two seconds at the very beginning of the film. And then throughout the whole rest of it, he's never, ever referenced. I had a little bit of a problem with that with the, the movie Seven. 
Really? No, I do like the movie. Yeah. But why was he just doing this his whole life? What was his reasoning for being... I mean, obviously we know Kevin Spacey's creepy anyway, but his the well, character but he plays... What is any serial killer's reason for for doing it? The Zodiac, what was his reason? We don't know. We don't know who the Zodiac killer is. Although we do we do know. Ryan has a thought on that. We have a... But okay, so now that we're going to segue into a little bit what we want to talk about, because one of the movies I want to bring up... Yeah. These are... Films that are not only they're they're kind of popular films, but they're based on real life stories. Ah, good. Okay. And so I want to talk about one real quick, which is Nightmare on Elm Street, which is again it's a slasher film, but they're super scary. They're, That's based on a real story. Well, it is based on a real story, and I'll tell you why. Uh, and I'm I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna pull. That's Freddy Krueger, right? Freddy Krueger, and and they did do the, one of the things I did like about what they did with that whole thing. Um, he was. Uh, a bad guy in real life, and then everybody found him, like that he was a, like a pedophile, right? Well, he was a school janitor. I didn't even character. know that it was a real. Well, no, no, no. So this isn't the real story. I'm saying the movie itself. Oh, Freddy oh, oh. Krueger was Gosh. a guy who I think he killed like a little kid, and he was a janitor. And a, people are going to tell me I'm wrong on this. So that's fine. But it was. It's been so forever since I've seen it. Yeah. He was a bad guy. They chased him to a school, uh, in the uh, by the furnace, and they burned him alive. And then years later, they come back and they say, like, I'm Freddy Krueger, and I'm going to get you in your sleep. I don't know why sleep was the thing. But I will tell you this. It's based on a true story. In the 70s and the 80s, there was a, a boy. There's a documented case, and then later on I'll tell you that they found out there was any reason for it. This, this kid, this teenage kid, refused to sleep because he was having horrible, horrible dreams. Would try and stay up for days at a time. And, of course... That can just basically kill you and make you mad. Because he was because afraid he was to dreams. sleep. He He's didn't like, guys, sleep. mom, dad, I'm having horrible nightmares. I don't want to sleep. And he would wake up screaming and yelling and screaming and yelling. His family came here, escaped the killing fields, came here. They were mongs. They came here oh. and they were living in the U.S. And uh, one night they heard him screaming like he normally would do. And they went in his room and he died. He, he was dead. He died in his he, sleep. Like, like uh, almost like a panic attacky kind of... Well, so... Like, how did he die? Because so, he was just so, like, Well, they didn't out. know. But this is a thing. This was, like, a documented case. There was hmm. this family. Their son died because he was having horrible nightmares. And then it started happening to other people. Was he still sleeping when he died? They assume. They yeah. just... Well, he probably... Or, like, like a, if, if he was having a night terror... Yeah. It could have induced cardiac arrest. Yeah. And, yeah. And then there was, you know... That was a, a, a weird thing. That's where the story came from. There was a, little, a kid who was having such horrible nightmares. He died. And by the way, there was a really good movie that nobody's ever seen before with Randy Quaid, or Dennis Quaid, sorry, called Dreamscape. I love that film. I watched it when I was a kid. And it was, he's a, he's a psychic that he gets pulled into this government program where he can, he can go into people's dreams. And then he's in there with another guy who's the guy that goes, the warriors come out to play. I can't remember the guy's name. You ever seen Can't Warriors? help you. No. The Warrior? All right. He was in a bunch of other stuff too. Twin Peaks. He was in. Huh. All right. So anyway, uh, he um, find they find out that they're trying to try and kill the president. They're going to go in the president's dream and kill him in his dream. Because if you die in your dream, you die in real life. That's what they say. True. Well. <laughs> Sorry, I, I can't know. say true. I've never died in. But a I've dream. definitely <laughs> heard that. Legend, urban mm-hmm. legend, or and, I, and now I wonder if it's based on this because this this kid died. So, anyways, which came first? So, 
then they found out it was a thing that was going on with people with uh, the Hmongs that were born at a certain time in the in the seventies and eighties that this is going to. It was called it was called Brugada syndrome. Brugada. Brugada syndrome, and it was a it was a it was a disruption of your it was your heart's normal rhythm just destroys while you're while you're sleeping, and it. Uh, Basically, they just said it's kind of a sudden, it's like SIDS, mm-hmm. like adults, like sudden uh, adult death. Uh, like death syndrome in your, yeah. in your sleep. And they, there's actually now they can, they can cure it. But that was a real thing. People, so these Hmong kids were having these horrible nightmares and then days later dying in their sleep. Crazy. Yeah. And it was like teenage kids. It wasn't just like little, you know, little babies. It was like teenagers. So that's based on a true story. I don't know if you knew that. No, I did not even realize that movie was in any way based in reality. Yeah, and there's been so there's a bunch of films that are that have a basic a basis of truth to it. There are a lot of ghost type haunting films, you know, like Amityville. Well, that's not ghosts actually. That's just terrifying so now, serial killer people. Amityville is based on a true story. Yes. They found out later that it was all false. What? Oh yeah, none of that. Apparently, you really need to listen to the podcast. We've already talked about this. Amityville. None of that is real. Basically, it was the Warrens who kind of convinced them, "Hey, mm. if you tell this story, you'll make a lot of money." No, actually, when you said that, now I remember. I did listen to that. Oh, nice job. But I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, it kind of blew my mind. I got con- the Warrens. Super confused. The same thing, like uh, the Conjuring. Uh, the uh, hunting in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. These were all stories that kind of the Warrens are related to, and these were all films that were based on real stories. They found out that weren't. But one of my favorite horror films of one time was based on two real stories that were combined together. Silence of the Lambs. That's based on two stories combined ba- together? It's, it's two stories. It's based on Buffalo Bill and Hannibal Lecter are based on two people in real life. And they Don't ruin it. that one for me either. <gasps> you haven't seen You've it? never seen that? You forget that I haven't seen horror movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we might, just a little bit. We'll just say, it's, uh, I'll just tell you this. It's based on, um, and, and actually the one character that uh, it's based on, Buffalo Bill's based on, is a guy who, he's been in, he's kind of based on the movie Psycho. Have you seen Psycho? No. Okay, so Psycho... They're, uh, Ed Gein, Ed Gein, 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 G-E-I-N. I, I thought he was the clown dude. Gacy? Oh yeah, Gacy. Okay. Yeah. So no, no. So this is this is a guy who basically was like drink. He drank soup out of like the skulls of his victims. Like this guy. It, 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 and, and that's, that's where Buffalo, Buffalo Bill? Bill guy was based off of. And people know that one. And what about but, Hannibal Lecter? So Hannibal Lecter, and that's the interesting one that most people don't know. And he is really based on a real guy. And uh, in Mexico, um, there was a guy named, and I'm going to say his name wrong, but it was Del, uh, Dr. Alfredo Bali Trevino. And he was a doctor. He was a real doctor who used to just kill his patients. Was he a medical doctor or like a, he was a psychiatrist? Physician. Yeah, he was, yeah. He, and he was upper class. Um, he also, I think the biggest one is, he, I think they, they got him, they, they caught the guy. But he killed his his lover, his best friend slash lover, hmm. and he was very close. And this is who the guy, um, he was the inspiration for Hannibal Lecter. But he dismembered like several hitchhikers and and all like in the fifties and sixties. Um, and a lot of the stuff they actually made reference to some of his killings, made reference to in Silence of the Lambs, like 
as if he did that. So Buffalo Bill was based on one guy. Hannibal Lecter was based on another. Interesting. The movie, I liked Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, it is a great film. Uh, and then I watched, so Manhunter, which yes. is uh, not the not the series that's on there now. Michael Mann oh, yeah, had a that's film that came out in the 80s called Manhunter. I and think that's I've heard the of this, very first Hannibal Lecter reference ever. And it's a great film. And this Isn't is how, this is the guy who catches Hannibal Lecter. And then he's going after another killer. So, But he has to befriend. He goes and, and befriends Hannibal Lecter, who's played by a different guy at this point. Mm-hmm. And it's the, I, I can't think of the guy's name who plays Manhunter, but he was the guy that was on CSI. The, he was the main guy from Vegas. Now I have to look it up. I'm going to look it up. So, But it's a really, really good film. So essentially, this is Manhunter is an unrelated prequel. Prequel? <laughs> prequel? It's a prequel to Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. And it came out before Silence of the Lambs. Oh. So this came out, and people didn't know, because Hannibal Lecter plays a small part in it. But then they redid it, they made the movie again, it was called Red Dragon, and it was with mm-hmm. Ed Norton. Uh, Brian Cox. Brian Cox. No, Brian Cox plays Hannibal Lecter, right? Oh yeah, who do you... Brian, Brian Cox, yeah, who, but, but uh, the guy who plays... Dennis Farina. No. There's a lot of people that are He's familiar. William Peterson. William Peterson, there we go. He there plays, go. and he was from CSI... Okay, so he plays the guy who catches Hannibal Lecter. But then they made the movie Red Dragon. And it makes reference to when... So Ed Norton plays that same character. And he catches Hannibal Lecter. He's the guy that catches Hannibal Lecter. But he was friends with Hannibal Lecter before. I feel like I need one of those walls with like names and photos and string connecting yeah. the thing to the thing to well, make sense of this whole story. Because we live in a film reality now where they just make remakes of everything or franchise or they'll do a prequel there's so many prequel stuff coming out yeah right now. well because it's all a franchise like oh this movie was successful so we're gonna make a prequel and then a sequel and a sequel what's and after then a spin-off and then like, yeah and listen, then a spin-off I, so now they're you know they're coming out with uh, a breaking bad film yeah i heard that and it's gonna be shout out to boise yeah yeah they're and it's gonna be based on uh Jesse's whatever is going on after he left. Hmm. But I loved Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. I think it was probably one of the best series ever on television. Flawless, pretty flawless. And it ended flawlessly too because there's so many times you watch something and then you watch the end and you go, I'm so mad that ending sucked. This was a great ending. But then they did Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge Bob Odenkirk fan. Ever going back to like the stuff he did, even like Mr. Show and all that stuff, I've always been a huge fan. And I watch the show. I watch. Have you, you watch it? Better Call Saul? No, I haven't yet. Have you? Did you watch Breaking Bad? Yeah. So it's supposed to go back. But here's the problem that I have. And I know I need to go get past it. He looks so much older. And it's for him oh. to say, I mean, think about it. This is like going on. So he's a decade from when this whole thing starts. He's older. But then he's supposed to be himself five, six years prior to even Breaking Bad starting. And that's one of the things that, like I remember they tried to make in Red Dragon, they tried to make Anthony Hopkins look really young. And it got distracting. Yeah, like, that can be difficult. Yeah. That's the trap with trying, prequels especially. They do it great in like the adventure films. When you know, they show like uh, in Ant-Man, when they showed Michael, Mike Douglas, Michael Douglas, Michael? Michael Douglas? Michael I don't Douglas. know. I yeah. haven't seen Ant-Man. Yeah, they show him, make him um, look really young. They did a great job. So changing the subject a little bit. 
Yeah. Is a movie like Zodiac with Jake Gyllenhaal and... Um, sorry, guys, I can't think of your other names, but good actors. Mm-hmm. Is that a horror film? That's, about, that's a suspenseful thriller, I think. But not a horror film, right? Well, because its intention isn't to but you're watching, scare you. Its intention is to tell the story. This is what I'm curious about, where that line is. I'm still, I don't know. Like, processing. And that is based on it. I mean, you could, you could say, yeah, that's a hard one. There's some scary spots in there that make you scared to what's going on. But the yeah, funny like thing is, like, moment, you're telling you're like, a real story. <laughs> so one of the things I looked up, I pulled this thing in Esquire's top 10 films that were uh, based on true stories. And the very first one being The Exorcist. And The Exorcist is mm-hmm. based on a true story. Mm-hmm. And except there was a boy and he was... Um, but uh, uh, apparently the place, like you people have recorded sounds of like screaming and yelling and demons telling you to F off in that room where at the church or the nunnery where the little boy was, was at. They say that that's a really haunted, freaky room, and dead birds just go, birds just fly in there and die, hmm. which is kind of cool. But the Exorcist, based on a on a real mm-hmm. story, mm-hmm. Uh, and then they go number two is the uh, Exorcism of, of Emily Rose, which is again based on there was a, a girl named Annalisa Michael Michael. She was a German woman, and but the thing was like everyone's like, well, she was pretty mentally ill. Yeah, it's interesting that the first two are about possession, mm-hmm. in a way, or demons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you've got Nightmare on Elm Street, which I told you about, which mm-hmm. is which is based on, you know, that was a, that's a scary that one. When I first read that years ago, that it was based on a real story. I didn't know about the cure. All I knew is that there was this little boy who was so scared. And then I remember, like, then having like five night scary dreams in a row. Yeah, and being afraid to go to sleep. Yeah, I except that I was an adult when I read that. <laughs> uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which we all do know that mm-hmm. it was, and that was that again goes back to the Ed Gein. That was his whole thing. Like so many people have written so many stories about him being just, he just killed everyone. Just killed. He just didn't matter who you were. He just killed and he would just eat you and then drink soup out of your skull. That's gross. I have a huge head. So I'd be like one of those really nice salad bowls. (laughs) (laughs) It would be, You need like tongs to get the salad out like it's that big. So another one is, uh, did you guys ever watch Open Water? Um, Not kidding you. Richard and I just watched that the night before last he'd never seen it and i had seen it before but long ago when it first came out um and we were looking through films and that one popped up and i said oh my gosh you haven't seen this we have to watch it and that one is interesting because nobody actually knows right basically once they were they just found the life jacket yeah well okay so for anyone who hasn't seen it i'm not really gonna spoil it but (laughs) this place in open water divers go out on a scuba dive on a you know touristy boat and they get left in the ocean because the touristy boat thinks that they're there but they're not so they're stuck in the ocean and all we know is nobody ever found them they found their life vests yeah that was it but we don't know exactly what happened in that time but this movie tells the story or you know some imagined version of what their experience was like and what exactly happened. So it's super interesting. I always laugh because when I first saw that movie and there's a bunch of people on the boat and one of the guys is one of the actors in Super Troopers and it seemed like a weird thing. He's not funny in it. He's just in it. It's one of the Super Trooper guys. I haven't seen Super Troopers. Oh. 
All right. Well, anyway, it's one of the guys in there. Yeah, and I go, sorry. oh, is this a comedy? One of the guys oh. from Super Troopers is in this, and then he's no longer in it anymore. Like, he's just the beginning. And then, of course, huh. you find at this point that it's just... Well, sometimes people just need a paycheck. True. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but uh, You know, that movie took two years to film. They used Life Sharks also. They yeah, they did. Movie. Why did it take two years? Uh, because they were just doing, like, weekends and holidays. They, it was basically, like, we have to still work to make a living, so we're doing this because like we a have a passion. Project? Yeah, it was like a passion project. And the budget was like $130,000 or something. And they sold it for $2.5 million. Anyway, I was just reading the IMDb trivia. Oh, that's pretty interesting. That's I, crazy that I just watched it. I like that. Uh, and then they say uh, their number their number six, top six, is uh, Amityville Horror, mm-hmm. which still today I think everybody needs to understand. Like, they've that's been... Like, even the... Everybody involved in that later on said, yeah, nothing happened. Of course, it was family members after, like, people started dying off, and then the other family, they were, they're like, yeah, this is all fake. But they still, they still pretend. Uh, and then that goes for number seven, which is The Conjuring. The Conjuring, which later on they said, yeah. What is the story of The Conjuring? The Conjuring was a family uh, that bought this house, like, in somewhere? I don't remember. New England, it. probably. Yeah, I, somewhere in that area. Yeah. yeah. And um, apparently that there was, um, and they found a basement in it. And uh, this is a, a little bit like the haunting in Connecticut where they, these people bought this house. Later on found out that it was a uh, funeral home. Mm-hmm. They didn't know that. They found this. One of the kids was sleeping in the basement. And there was a, he broke down one of the walls and found out there was a blocked off funeral parlor. Like they were doing the embalming. This one, this family said that this ghost just started beating them all up at night. Hmm. and uh, the warrants came in, and they go, I'll save you for a lot of notoriety and some money. And that's just what happened. So this is the same thing with The Conjuring. The movies, it's a scary movie. In fact, it was really funny because they said, this is going to change the way horror movies are made. I read an article about that before I saw it. But I think it was pretty much just like everything else that we've seen that's come out in the last decade based on, on that. Uh, number eight is Silence of the Lambs, which, again, mm-hmm. we were telling you that, mm-hmm. was, that was based that's on that. one, two different ones. And this one actually makes me mad. Number nine, they're trying to, to let you know, like, this, their whole article is, these are scary movies based on uh, real, you might not know were based on real stories. Dahmer. What? That's in number case, nine. Hey, everybody, in case you didn't know, Jeffrey Dahmer did exist. Like, what? Is that There are probably people that don't know that, though. Yeah, that's How true. Uh, well, especially, because... Are, are they talking about the Dahmer that Jeffrey Dahmer. is pretty recent? Uh, yeah, it must have come out. Oh, it came out in 2002, so. Oh, okay. Well, Still, I was oh, just thinking, you're the, they're like the, I was like a, a series yeah. like My Friend Dahmer. Yeah, you're like right. That. I was just thinking, I wonder if it's because that that happened long enough ago that people, millennials and people in this generation aren't as familiar with it because it's kind of died down. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, people still know who, like, oh, Ted Bundy's getting so much notoriety right now. And by the way, but it's I, back. I liked the the one that What's-His-Face uh, High School Musical guy was in. Zach Efron. That's the one. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I yeah. enjoyed it. I thought it was a good, he did a really good job. Good job, Mr. Efron. Yeah, exactly. If you're listening, give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's really funny because, like, those high school mu- musical movies were, I never saw them. High school 
musical, right? Yeah, I think that's right. I remember they filmed one in uh, St. George, Utah. They filmed like the third one or whatever. And I know people that were there. They were so excited. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, they're filming it here. But uh, the only thing I thought was cool is they there's they filmed the other one in Utah at the, this one high school that they shoot a lot of stuff at. And it's the same high school they shot one of my favorite films ever, which was Three O'Clock High. And hmm. if you've never seen Three O'Clock High, it's Mm-mm. so great. All right. Um, so going back to number 10, The Shining, which, of course, we talked about. Now, yeah. The Shining is somewhat based on a... The, people say it's based on a true story, Well, yeah, but it's isn't not. the hotel... The Stanley Hotel. Called. Yeah, it's, it's like Ghost Hunters has been there, and it's a place that people say is reportedly still haunted, right? Stephen King had a dream there that he was like running around the corridors of the hotel. He had a scary dream of that. And he woke up being Stephen King and he writes 400 books a year. He writes a book about it based on that. So it's not haunted? Well, or isn't it? I so thought that it was based on a... The, the hook right now uh, on my door where my, see my, my coats are hanging? Yeah. That hook was in the Stanley Hotel. Somebody had stole, stolen the hook out of the Stanley Hotel and gave it to me for a gift for a birthday. Does the hook ever like do weird things or like sometimes or move around? Sometimes I hang coats on it. Do they ever Ooh. fall off? <laughs> no, actually I hang, I have a bunch of coats on it right now. seems pretty sturdy. It is. I have a lot of stuff on it. Although I did it's put my computer, reliable. I did put my <laughs> computer bag on it one time and it came right off the wall. See, it's it haunted. hates computer. I hate it. doesn't computer like technology. It wants computer a bags. Yeah. And luckily I stopped it with my foot. So my computer was fine. But so that's the other one. The Stanley Hotel. It, he had a dream about ghosts. Huh. Yeah. So I don't know. That's just, and that was it. Those are the. Um, those are my the films that were. Uh, there's a lot more they'll say were based off of, like if. Uh, Real story. There's there's, you could go all day long and say that, um, like here's another one. Um, uh, based on so we hold on I'm gonna tell you real quick. Let me click on the no thanks because I don't want to subscribe. Clearly, Exorcist, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, we knew that. Nightmare on Elm Street, we knew that. Child's Play. So Child's Play was based on a nurse who allegedly put the a one voodoo with curse uh, on, Arthur, on author Robert Eugene Otto. And he trans, transformed one of his childhood dolls into a, uh, a nighttime menace. Although that's a variations of that. I remember hearing those ghost stories growing up where like the dolls would come alive. Normally it was always like a creepy china doll or girl baby doll for some reason but in child's play it was like a really not attractive looking boy doll so that's an interesting kind of departure well yeah so that was just that they supposedly had put a curse this girl says i'm gonna put yeah. a curse on your doll it's almost like a voodoo doll coming to life type thing. well then of course like you go to annabelle Annabelle's based on a, a real doll, but that's like the doll. The, the doll looks like, a, it's like a raggedy one of those Raggedy Ann dolls. Oh, like it just yeah. looks really sweet and yeah. innocent. And a lot of it's really funny because a lot of the stuff that I'm looking at here, like the possession, uh, the entity. Um, uh, here's one here. The right. These are all um, possession. Mm-hmm. These are all exorcism type stuff. Like mm-hmm. I was possessed by demon. I was possessed by demons. That's what a lot of these are. And there is one. Um, the is it not the entity? There's one called. 
it's got Barbara Hershey where she was being sexually assaulted by a ghost. Did you ever see that one? Wait, this sounds vaguely familiar. It's, Hold on, I'm going to look up. I wonder if it's in those. Uh, eat, there's one called Eaten Alive in 1980 that's based on real people. I've never seen that one. Fire in the Sky. That's uh, oh yeah, Fire in the Sky. And that I, we just that's alien abduction though. Yeah, and that one though, I tried to watch it, and I'm like, I don't know. Well, I this, really tried. Sorry, this Barbara Hershey movie you're talking about was it The Last Temptation of Christ? No, let's go back old. Let's go back further. Oh, further. Okay, hold on. Because I'm sure was, it was Barbara Hershey. That was in the 80s. Um, the entity, um, the entity is from 1982. Oh, so this was supposed. Yeah, the entity. So I was right. Oh yeah. yeah so the entity is. is a um. Basically, it was and it was adapted from a, a book, but the book was still about. Okay, she was a woman. She, this girl was repeatedly sexually assaulted by an invisible entity, um, and they actually the thing is like she stayed, she was observed. Like for a long time, and supposedly they saw things happen. Hmm. But here's the one that the one thing that she's supposed to be sleeping naked. Now, first of all, if you're being sexually assaulted by a ghost, are you just going to lie there naked in bed? But she's lying there on her back, and you see ghost hands squeezing her boobs. What? That's the scene I always remember because I was a kid when this came out, and I remember being like, "Ghost, you could just if you're a ghost, you could play with girls' boobs." I should be a ghost. That sounds pretty cool, man. I can play with girls' boobs all day. Though I will say. My stepmother had this story. It wasn't, it didn't happen to her, but a friend of hers, you know, this is how it always goes a friend of a friend or whatever, um, who had this experience where a lot of things happened. Long story short, she was sexually assaulted or attempted to be by a ghost. So that's weird, but I guess not kind of out of the realm of what people have experienced or thought they did well i mean there's people now claiming to have ghost babies like what I, I got, oh there's people out there that marry ghosts have their say like i'm i i got this is, and i'm gonna see this. marry a ghost uh except i'm already married women, can you that's you're married to somebody and they go i'm pregnant but they go wait we didn't have sex this month like, oh no i got a ghost knocked me out oh a ghost i'll raise it like it's my own People have sworn that they have half ghost babies. Because they got ri- Yeah, exactly. Nobody's ever heard of a roofie before, apparently. They didn't know how that worked. I must have got raped by a ghost. So wait, it's a real baby. That is, but they're the saying father, a ghost yeah. is the baby daddy. Yes. This is There's a lot of cases out kind there. Of There's people. I mean there was that one girl that first of all she claimed she married a ghost pirate, but now she's divorcing the ghost pirate. It's got to be expensive. Like, how do you how do you divorce? Because clearly they didn't have a legal marriage. There couldn't have been a marriage no. certificate or anything like that. He didn't how have a you, leg to stand you, on. Wow. Yeah. And with that, thanks for listening. Okay, no. Hold on. We're well, almost. I was just going to say, how do you <laughs> divorce someone when you are never legally married? Oh, I divorce think... Divorce is just a legal... It is. ...procedure. Or I guess there's like divorce of the heart or divorce of the mind. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But like, come on. Anyway, but there's people out there. But could you imagine that? I mean, can you imagine like if you're a this is this is my favorite one. This girl gets pregnant. She's married, and she gets pregnant, but it's clearly not his. And then uh, she goes, "Hey, I'm having a baby," and and he's like, "What? 
whose baby is it? And then she goes, God's. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all God's children, though? Yeah. And he's like, oh, God knocked you up? Oh, that's cool. I'll raise it as my own. I'll raise it as my own. <laughs> wow. Hey, we don't have much money, so we'll just have to have it in this manger. Is that cool? <laughs> all right. Well, with that, I don't know. I think we're done. But we might be done. <laughs> we might be done. Jesus Christ. Nice job, Bill. But listen, uh, all you listeners, you should comment with your favorite ghost story. Wait, can you comment on a podcast? I'm such a dumb. Well, you can if you go to our our uh, Facebook, Facebook page. There you go. Plug. Or um, you can go to our Instagram. And what's the Facebook page? That's just Eat, Drink, and Be Scary. Okay, cool. And Instagram? Uh, Ghostumentary. What's that? <laughs> ghost documentary. Well, it's a documentary, a ghost documentary. It's a very funny, very real ghost documentary, available on Amazon Prime. Listen now. Every time somebody watches it, I make like eight cents. Nice. So you have sixteen cents. I do. <laughs> I'm surprised, actually, how many people cents. watch that every day. It's really surprising. Is it just you watching it over and over? It's on loop. Yeah. So every time you watch it, and I watch it on fast forward. I watch it on fast forward, so it just goes really, really fast. Is it available on Prime? It's Amazon Prime. Yes. But I also put it at the, if you don't have Amazon Prime, it's like 99 cents to, like I put it at the lowest thing, which is really funny because the very first time I put it up there and it was on Amazon Prime and you had to pay like five bucks to watch it, mm-hmm. uh, probably a fifth of the people watch it, but I made like so much money. Mm-hmm. Now I shouldn't say I made so much money. I made a lot more money that way. Like $11? No, I made like, I made like $1,800 <laughs> the first month that it was up there and it was wow. on Prime. Wow. I'm going to make a movie. And, uh, well, I will. Let's direct it. Let's make. Done. You're an actress. True. I was in a horror movie, by the way. Oh, my God. What was it? It was called Pizza Man versus the Dude. And it's kind it of this, like, terrifying. right? It's, Is this based know, on a real story? Like a, I don't think so. <laughs> oh. You know, like a slasher Wait. film slash zombie type incantation. And uh, I played um, an ACLU attorney slash stripper. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Wow. And where can we watch this? I have no idea. Who is it? Was it made in Yeah, in it was here in Boise. Um, I don't remember the name of the production company, but a couple of local guys um, who, you know, made some really cool stuff. And uh, what, What's it called again? Now I'm ashamed. The afraid. Pizza? Pizza Man versus the Dude. Let's see if I can I find it. I think it's anywhere. really big oh. overseas. It was in 2004. Yeah, that sounds about right. Oh, wait a minute. Stand by. No, I hope you can't rent it. Uh, I could buy it. Oh, I love the... It's a piece of pizza cutter. But yeah. But it looks like a... Oh, I could buy it. And it's like DVD slash... Um, let's see. Uh, I could tell... Let's look at it right now. It came out in 2004. Yeah, it's Will, William, Chuck Pepper. Chuck Pepper and... Uh, Andrew Ellis. Norm. And, and uh, let's see. Who's in this uh, that I know... <laughs> No one. I don't know any of these people except for there you are. There's Liberty right there. So there's not a lot of local actors, I don't think. No, they were local. Are they still around? No. I don't know any of these people. I'd have to. I mean, I remember Robert was in it, and I remember. I mean, I remember the people. Do you have a big part? Uh, I mean, I. There's two reviews. You want me to read them? <laughs> yeah. Here we go. First, yeah. uh, this is three out of five. Bad. Not the best movie. I bought it due to working at, and then it goes dot, dot, dot. What? Uh, oh, oh, 
Uh, not the best movie. I bought it due to working at the pizza place where part of it was filmed. Where was oh. that at? I wasn't in that scene. Oh. Sorry. That probably sucked. That scene sucked. No, I know it was a local place, though. Uh, and then, uh, this is, again, <laughs> it's three out, of, three out of five. It just gets three out of five every yeah. time. This is... Uh, um, from this is a uh, somebody named Nita Joe, and it says the the place used. The, wait, the use price is too high. The movie is still available, brand new from the director, with a newly redesigned cover, right here on Amazon for eleven dollars. It is a horror slash slasher slash comedy independent <laughs> film. Not really my cup of tea, but if you love B movies with blood slash guts slash nudity dot dot dot. True. Listen, I had I'm to do this. Ask, I had to do but this is there scene in there with you. I had to do this scene where <laughs> I was wearing stripper heels, you know, so they're like super tall and they have a really thick sole. Platform. Yeah, like a platform heel, a stiletto platform heel, and there had to be the scene where I think I was Oh, I was just walking down a hallway and I had to slip and fall on a pool of blood. And this is, you know, this is low budget film, so I had one one time to do this because once I slip and fall, my costume is, you know, full of blood. And then what are we going to do? So I just had to go for it. And somehow I managed to do it and not break my neck. Ta da! That's Back the story of the film. Well, Don't sadly, buy it. Okay, bye. Uh, there's no trailer. <laughs> no. And I wish there was, but um, I very much am begging you to get us a copy of this film. Because he doesn't want to pay for it. I'll, I'll see. Well, what I could I, actually. I'll see you know what, what? I can do. That's a lie. I could just buy it right now on Amazon. How much I is think. it? Hold on. It's eleven dollars. Uh, yeah, I could just buy it right now. Add to cart. Look at that. It's Prime. Good news, everybody. It's you can't watch the movie, um, but you can buy it for free shipping if you're Prime eligible. I am, which I am. And look at that. Anyway, look I don't that. know why I even Add brought it up. To cart. Huh. Look, would you look at that? I'm going to go ahead and uh, buy this. We actually did have an idea for something we were oh. going to write. Oh, yeah, true. Tanya and I. We were going to write um, a kind of... I don't... It's, it's like a single location horror film based on a story that my friend told me that happened to her. Someone's going to steal it if you talk about it on here, so be okay with that. I don't know if that's okay because it's not my story to tell. Well, no one will steal it. I'm just making that up. Oh, okay, great. So, as we talk about movies that are based they, on real life stories. So, anyways, they go ahead. lived kind of in a sort of remote place. Their house wasn't really close to anything at all. Um, and one day, their dad was taking them to school. It was my friend and her brother, or sister, and there was some strange person outside their house. And their mom was a stay-at-home mom, I believe, um, and. The dad stopped and said, "Hey, this is this is private property. So if you could if you could please leave, that would be great." And the guy said, "I know who you are. I know your two daughters' names, and I know that your wife is home every day alone." Basically, something essentially along those lines. Super creepy. Like, how does this guy know this, right? And he said, "Like, I'm gonna come back and get your family or get your wife," and then. I can't remember how long later, I think it was just a matter of days or a couple of weeks, there was some sort of murder committed with a hatchet that they believe was this 
crazy dude. So Tanya and I had this idea to, you know, do this film where it starts out kind of with that story and then the whole rest of the film is the mother in the house with maybe potentially the guy trying to get in. I like it. Yeah. It's better than my idea. It's called selfie. And every time somebody takes a picture or a selfie, they see the ghost in it, but it gets closer and closer every time they take a selfie. And then, but they can't stop. They have to stop posting selfies because every time they do it, it's closer and closer. This feels like a moral. No, well, it, and then they, yeah, but the thing is, you're rooting for the ghost because it's people that keep posting selfies. It's almost selfies. like a modern day Twilight. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you're like, oh my God, every time you took. Somebody posts a selfie, that person's closer. But people are like so addicted to taking selfies, they can't stop. They can't stop. But they, yeah, they keep doing it. And these people like, so these really complete, just kind of sociopaths, you know, that just love themselves so much or narcissists that just can't stop taking pictures. They eventually get killed. I feel like there's... And then you who they find who the murderer was? It was me the whole time. (laughs) I was the one. Is this like a parable? (laughs) I don't know. Like what? What do you mean? In what aspect? Don't be... So vain, vain. Well, I guess you could say that. No, it's just I just those people just 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 probably think this podcast is about you. Don't you? Don't you? Anyway, maybe that's the end. Took a picture of your lunch today, (laughs) and then you at the gym. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) I like it. We should write that song. What was it? What was the song that you? all, all the young dudes asking for nudes. <laughs> this is a whole different podcast we've yeah. turned into. Being so crude. Yeah, so anyway. All right, so I think we're done. Yeah. Yes. Um, I have a lot of movies I need to watch now. Yeah. Yes. And we spoiled a couple movies, but you should still watch them because you should still watch them. And everybody should watch Lady in White and tell me if it's stupid or scary. Yeah, and one. then we'll call people and be like, what was your thought? By the way, there was a, uh, I'm going to end it with this real quick. There was a movie that I watched when I was a kid. I don't remember what it was. I just saw part of it. I think I was just like flipping through the channels on my old TV. Like, let me see what's like on channel 21. Up, literally. No, then 21. Let me see what's on 27. Like that. Okay. So anyway, um, there was a movie where there was this little girl and she goes into her mom's bedroom and her mom was frozen. Like rocks turned to stone. Like she's green. And then she grabs her mom's hand, which is green. And goes and buries it. Okay. I can't find that. I googled every aspect like, of that. Like little girl grabs Little girl mom's grabs mom's hand. hand. Stolen, stone green hand. Oh, whatever. Challenge accepted. If anybody can find this movie, this I don't know what it was about or anything. I just remember, I'll never forget Roughly that Roughly what year do you think this is? Probably 60s or 70s is when it was made. Okay. I would have seen it in the 70s. Okay. Or early 80s. I'm going to find it. I'm going to say I saw it in the late 70s. How much do I get if I find it? What do I get? Do I win? You win. You get a free copy of Pizza the Man, Pizza versus, Man the <laughs> versus the Dude. <laughs> Available now on Amazon Prime for $11, uh, which I'm going to buy. We're going to buy it, and we're going to watch this film. Beyond that, uh, I think we should watch it together. We should just have a... And then we'll do a review of it. A live how, are you, how big of a scene do you have? Are you pretty kind of big in it? I or? mean, I'm in a couple scenes. I die early. Oh, you just spoiled the movie. Why did you spoil it? I mean, I live forever. <laughs> I'm the murderer. Oh, <laughs> I'm the dude or the pizza man. What is the premise? Just real quick. What's the premise? I can't tell you. All right, whatever. Okay, so. You gotta uh, buy it. Be sure to subscribe. Hey, reach out, subscribe. Just do something. I don't know. Tell us what you. 
watch the movie and tell us what you think. Anything else? You guys have anything else you want to say? Go team. Yeah, and uh, uh, we are going to we next have some, up. Leeds Devil will be coming in probably the next podcast. That's what we're going to talk about. We also want to talk about. I still want to talk about why people are afraid of ghosts. Yeah. In fact, with that, if no you guys ghosts. have information, if you guys want to bring it up uh, about the Leeds ghost, or if you have any information about why you're afraid of ghosts, yeah. or Leeds Devil, not Leeds, Leeds Devil, mm-hmm. Leeds Devil, or, or the why you're ghost, or the Jersey Devil, New it's Jersey just, Devil, same, the same thing, mm-hmm. it's yeah. the same, yeah. So I should just say, yeah. Sorry, Ryan. Man, he almost peed. We ruined it when I told him we were going to do this episode without. We're him. excited. Coming he up soon. Almost peed everywhere. And with that, uh, if there's nothing else, then just say goodnight. Good night. Bye. Bye.